What's up, soccer players? Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. And today we're going to be taking a little bit of a different approach. We're going to be talking about the mental side of being injured and what you as a player should know about how to take care of your mental health while you're having an injury. Uh, but before we get into the episode, be sure to click the link in the description for this episode to give us feedback on the podcast and how we're doing. We want to structure the show in a way where we are answering the exact questions and topics that you want. So if you want your voice to be heard, click the link in the description and send us some feedback. Thanks and welcome to the episode. Let's start off very, very basic. Will a six-pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't you know some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is you have to get stronger. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to this latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro? Yo, get this, get this. I woke up this morning and my brother sent me a text, right? And he said, yo, you got to check this out. Twitter's wilding. I go on Twitter and it's Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith <laughs> slapping the soul out of Chris Rock. And I'm like, what am I watching? And then next thing you know, a flurries of mean just keep coming out of nowhere. And it's just Will just smacking Chris Rock. All I was like, what is going on? What happened last night? <laughs> and, then, Man. and then next thing you know, Stephen A. Smith is commenting on it like it's an actual boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> like undisputed Sh Shannon and <laughs> Shannon Sharp, undisputed, just talking about it like it was an actual, like it was an actual, actual game. Like I'm like, what is going on, bro? That was that was my day today. Just laughing at all these memes, man. It was it was fun, bro. Like all the like. That's all I talked about. All, every patient that walked in the room today, everyone's like, hey, you, you, you saw the slap? <laughs> you saw the slap? <laughs> I was like, did I see the slap? Listen, I saw that in slow motion. Yeah, we, we, we saw it and we felt it. Like, damn, oh, that, that slap <laughs> hit, man. Like, like, that was incredible, if I'm being yeah, honest. Like, if you're going to slap someone on TV, you might as well make it look right like that. Yeah, listen, no. I don't know if this thing was staged or if it was serious. I don't know which one it was, but man, that slap was crazy. <laughs> How about you, bro? Oh, How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm chilling, man. Just like I told you on pre-production today, uh, that PS5 rolled in. Um, oh. I'm about to plug it in right after this episode. I'm about to hit download no on FIFA 22. No um, work will get done. No work will get done. Absolutely but no work will get done. I'm I'm just saying, man. If any of y'all are listening and uh, you want the so you want the smoke at FIFA. I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I know some of you are out there. And, um, you know, my Addy's the, at the football physios, very mm -hmm. easy to find. So if any of you are trying to challenge, like, send me, send me an invite, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. But, um, yeah, doing, doing good, man. I got about two weeks left in, in uh, Florida down here. Then moving oh back to God. New Jersey. Yeah, man. It's, it's coming yeah, hot. It's still cold out here, man. It's still cold. I, enjoy, I, enjoy the sun while, while, while it, 
while you still have it because it's it actually snowed yesterday. So <laughs> welcome Man. back to you're not ready for the Northeast yet. That Boston cold is different than that New Jersey cold. Nah, it's the same cold. Nah, it's different. It's different. Nah, I don't know, man. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, thank y'all for listening today. Again, please click the link in the description. Send us some feedback on the podcast. We want to know what you're listening and why. So send us some feedback. We'll give you guys exactly what you want to hear. Link is in the description. So um, please, 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 we're begging. Please send that in. Um, but yeah, today we're talking about mental health and um, you know the mental side of being injured. Um, Burke, have you ever like you know suffered mentally after after an injury? Like, what's uh, what's kind of like your story? Um, so it's not on a scale of somebody who has torn his Achilles or got an ACL injury or like Tori's quad tendon and they they are out for at least a year it's not on that scale but i have experienced injuries i had a at the time i was playing soccer like four times a week high intensity stuff too and i got a knee injury like the 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 the, the it i call it it band syndrome that's what they, they they called it and i just couldn't could not run like i couldn't run like if i if i if i go on a field right even if i'm playing defense just any sort of lateral quick movement, all of a sudden, like I feel some pressure on the lateral side of my knee mm-hmm. and I can't do much. And it was frustrating. It was very frustrating, dude. Like w- driving to work and and looking at all my friends playing and then I know what I can't play. I, that was frustrating because at that time, my identity was really, really heavy on on soccer. Like mm-hmm. I, I was like watching soccer, breathing soccer. That was like before we even got to making a podcast about this. That was way before I knew you. Like I was like really, really in. I was playing in 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 league on Monday, pick up um, on Tuesday, Wednesday. I was playing in two leagues on a weekend, on a week, two in a week, and I was playing a two times a week, pick up two in a week as well. So like just having not been able to actually play it felt like part of my identity was just kind of like strip away from me and it was very frustrating because i didn't know any other way to get cardio so i had to i try going to the gym uh, but and try to work out from there but it didn't feel the same way so and then every time i try to come back i think i'm good i try to come back quick boom it comes back and then i'll get even more frustrating because i was like damn i took like three weeks off why is this thing back and that was the first time I decided to seek physical therapy too. <laughs> that was oh. my first time seeing a physical therapy. Um, so yeah, so you know, you asked that question. So you know, people sometimes when you know when they injured, they only think about you know the the rehab aspect, the physical side of the rehab part, where you know you have to see a physical therapist or a strength and conditioning, and then do do exercise and whatnot. But there's also like the mental side because when you go back to your room and you're alone and you only have your thoughts and then you're thinking about all the stuff that you could have been doing, like all the dribbles that you could have done, oh, this guy's going to get better than me because he's practicing like five times a week and I'm not, you know, that gets to your head and you can get you frustrated, can get you depressed, you know, and the people don't talk about this stuff often. You know, they, they really don't. They really don't. And um, like, what did what did you do to like, you know, help yourself. Like when you're, when you're kind of like in that state of like, man, I, there's, there's not much I can do. And I'm kind of just, you know, just sitting in my room, staring at the ceiling. Like, what do you like, 
what did you do back then? And like, how do you think it's different as to what you would do maybe now? Well, oh, now, now I'm, listen, I'm too busy now. <laughs> if I can get a break, I'm too busy now. Like if, if I don't play soccer, like I only play soccer once a week now. If I don't play soccer once a week because I'm injured, I'm okay with it. You know, like there's other stuff that I can't do. But back then, oh my God, like I, 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 I was just, it, it, for, so it's different for everybody, right? For me, I could not drive anywhere where there was a field. Mm. Like I, I would purposely avoid seeing a soccer, like a soccer game, anything like that. Any adult playing soccer, like I would avoid. Like I know the route, I know where the fields are, so I would avoid all those spots. Like I'll take the highway. I'm somebody who actually, when I, when I drive, I like to take the the inroads sometimes. Like I'll take the highway all the time so that I wouldn't have to see a soccer pitch. Mm. That's that's how that's how bad it was. I, but. You know, that's just that was just having IT band syndrome, which is like it takes like, you know, four, four weeks, four to six weeks to get. Now, for me, it took five weeks to actually clear this up and then a month and a half, actually two months of not playing soccer. And then when I finally decided to physical therapy, I did physical therapy for like a month and a half. So it looks like at least three months, three mm-hmm. to four months I didn't play. So that was a long time. So what I did was just. I just just was just avoiding going any place where there was a soccer field because I didn't I didn't want that added reminder to to get the wheel spinning in my head again and gets get me into that depressive um uh, um state. That's that that was what helped me a lot. And I try to substitute it with um uh, I pick up cycling. Um sometimes just I was just cycle around the neighborhood and again avoiding any pitch area. Um and then work out, but that's about it, man. I I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything else. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's tough. And yeah, I remember when I was. Um, I, I oh think yeah, you, you had. Really, oh yeah, you had your you, your injury. I yeah, I you had, had my, your surgery. My little surgery, yeah. And you you hit a couple points that I want to that I think you know that I I shared experiences with. Um, I mean, for me, it never got to the point where like I was avoiding seeing fields and all that, but I could definitely see how like that could, you know, that could like bring some things up. And, um, so I, I had ankle surgery. I had this like weird bone deformity and, um, mm-hmm. they had to do some things to my tibia, you know, put a plate in there, yada, yada, yada. And, um, you know, what you said about having an identity. Um, I, I think that's, that's something that players should really, really latch onto of, who are you as a person? Because you said it at, like you said it correctly at the time. At, at that time in your life, you identified not solely as a soccer player, but that was a large percentage of who you were as Listen, a person. Man. Yes, you know. And um, for me, I don't think that was ever really the case. Maybe in high school a little bit, um, but I mean, I, I feel like I'm, I identify as a lot of things: soccer player. Uh, soccer fan, you know, physical therapist, you know, I, I, I tend to have like a lot of hobbies, you know, and that's something that, that I find very helpful in times like that. But um, when I had that ankle surgery, man, that that was tough, because I couldn't, couldn't go anywhere. It was, it was me in my apartment. And, you know, I was in PT school at the time, all my friends were out and about, you know, having a good time on the weekends, going to basketball games, um, and I couldn't even walk from, you know, my kitchen to my room with Damn. a plate of food. 
you know, that was, that was tough. That and was I remember, scary. that was tough. I remember one day I was just lying in bed and just like you said, I was just like alone in my thoughts, just staring at the ceiling. And I'm like, this just sucks. And there's, at least I could walk around. I could take a stroll around the neighborhood, but you couldn't. Yeah. Like I, I was doing a lot of Instagram stuff at the time. Couldn't do any of that. And um, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm thankful that, man, once I got out of the cast, it got a little bit better. But um, one thing I would encourage a lot of players to do when you're in a healthy state is diversify your identity. Um, mm. I think this is something that every player should do. And this might be a little bit contrary to what you might hear from your your club or your coaches, because if, you, if you're a player that wants to play at the highest level, whether it be Division One, professional, overseas... Oftentimes to get there, your entire identity and your entire focus and every single thing that you do in life has to be to help you become a better player. Because Hmm. if you don't do all of that, then chances are you're not going to make it because there's 99 other players that are trying to do exactly that and they're willing to give up everything. And, um, you know, having a diversified identity is something that I think you should really, really take a a long hard thought into forming because at the end of the day you're you're a human you are more than a soccer player there there is more to your identity than that um and i think everybody should take some time and reflect and figure out like what else like who else are you you know are you you know berg the winger but like you're also berg the pt you're also berg the entrepreneur you're also berg you know the fiance like you got a lot of other things and take some time to reflect and appreciate that you that was that was a great that was a that was a great take man and you you said it you know outside just diversify your identity because um this is not just for as as in as sport as as athletes in general it's just that's just life you know everyone kind of like glue their identity to one thing like and that's one of the things I see in physical therapists as well. That's just like I'm going on a tangent here. But any job, for example, where this is that's all you do, you live, you breathe the job. And then once it gets taken away from you, like the pandemic happened, it gets taken away from you. And you don't have a job anymore. All of a sudden, people feel like worthless. They don't know who they are. Oh, my God. Like I've been doing this for 20 years. And all of a sudden, the pandemic hits and I can't do anything else. What the hell is going on? Same thing with sports. Like, you got to have multiple different identity because you're not just a soccer player. You're not just an athlete. You're a bunch of other things, too. And you, you know what's funny? <laughs> now you said that. Like, And, you know, you when you're looking at your schedule before you injured, right, you got so many. I, I had so many, like, I had, like, tournament Monday, Monday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. soccer. Tuesday, pickup. Wednesday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. soccer. Thursday, off. Friday, off. And then weekend, pickup again, right? Mm. My whole schedule revolved around soccer, right? So once I got injured, all of a sudden, I had mad time, dude. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Mad time. And I'm like, damn, like, what am I going to do? Like, I, that's, that's where, what am I going to do with all this time that I have here? Like, oh, my God. And then <laughs> it's funny. And then that's when, you know, I started hanging out with my coworkers. I started doing things that I never did. 
because those things weren't priority for me. So, you know, it's funny because when you're injured, you realize sometimes like, you know, there are other things that you can do for fun that doesn't <laughs> really involve involve soccer. And if you give them those things a chance, you know, you you know, you actually get to know yourself a little bit more. And like Andy said, it's it's uh, it's refreshing. But in the beginning, you know, it's 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 nerve wracking because you you're dealing with this stuff. You're doing not only that you have pain, but, <laughs> but you also have your thought to wrestle with. In the beginning, it's not it's not fun. Now, we talked about forming a or realizing some other parts of your identity. Mm-hmm. Um, what other major things do you think that players can do, you know, maybe when they first get injured or they maybe they just had a major surgery, they know they're going to be out for, for quite some time. Um, is there anything that, you know, comes to mind for you when you think about what players can do to, to, to help the mental side of things? Um, hmm. that's a good question. So to me, uh, whenever you have like those, those big injury, right. And, and your focus and your focus is taken away from the main sport. And then now you have to deal with rehab. Um, you have to deal with your own thoughts. Um, you have to deal with all this extra time that, that, that you had. And, you know, it's a great opportunity to reflect on what worked for you um in the beginning of the season or what worked for you during training it's a great opportunity to reflect on basically what actually helped you improve um during the season or during training so that you can you can make a plan you know it, it's sometime when you into it you don't see it but when you when you're out of it and you have a bird's eye view of what's going on then you can actually create a better plan for when you come back after injury the other thing that you can do too to to help with your mental state, not just a reflection. Reflection involved journaling. But by when I say reflecting on what happened, you can journal. You know, I know a guy sometimes like, man, this is stuff is for girls. No, like you can journal. Like you can you can write stuff down on a on a notebook. Because I promise you, <laughs> later on when you look at what you wrote, you're gonna be like, damn, who was that guy that was writing this? Like, I don't recognize that guy at all. And then you you'll get a sense of you know, like your different, you know, personality, different side of you when you how you deal with with adversity, how you deal with trauma just from 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 journaling while you're injured. And that could be a great thing for, you know, progress as a person and as a player. Um, the other thing you can do, too, is, um, you know, focus on your rehab. Right. <laughs> Listen, if you injured, you can't do anything. Now, your rehab become your main task. You got to be a great just how you are preparing to be as great on the field as possible, trying to be a great person, a great patient, you know, do, you know, do what your physical therapist and your strength and conditioning guy is telling you to do and, and, you know, do extra if needed, you know, take your rehab seriously, because I promise you, the more you take it seriously, the faster you get better. Yeah. And, and you know what, um, just to comment on that last piece, have your your therapist or your athletic trainer or your physician um, help you make a plan because that plan is going to be crucial because even if, it, let's say, a big surgery like ACL, right, 
Mm. The first thing you hear is nine to twelve months, and you're like, "Shit!" Like that's yeah. like, that's a long time. that's a long time, it's like a long ass time. Especially when you're like fifteen, sixteen years old. Like a year is is an eternity, and um, you know, write a plan, write some things out. Say like, "Hey, I want to do this by by this date, and when this muscle is strong enough, I want to do this." And like, I swear to you, I promise you. If you take your rehab seriously and you have a good attitude with rehab, whoever is helping you is going to match your energy, right? And they, mm-hmm. they are going to do whatever it takes behind the scenes to help you get to where you want to go. Um, and even things like, hey, um, can I juggle yet? When can I juggle? What do I have to do to be ready to juggle, right? Because mm. even that, like you tell a soccer player who hasn't kicked a ball in, in three months that they can juggle now, like, oh my God, like you will Jesus. you will light up their day. And um, yeah, just just be a good patient and follow directions and give feedback and things will work out very, very well for you, I think. Um, I had one other point that escaped my mind. I should have wrote it down. Oh, yes, the journaling. Um, yeah. I think this is important. I think everybody should do this. Um, at least I, I know for a fact that in my phone, I have a note in the Apple Notes section or whatever. I have a note and I locked it. And whenever I want to like, you know, get something off my chest or like, you know, I'm having a bad day or I got to just like, you know, write something down and get it out, mm-hmm. then I put just put it out there in my note and I lock it. And that way, you know, it's just it's just for me, for my eyes only. And um, that's something that I personally find helpful. And, um, you know, you can do it anywhere. Like I, I can tell you right now, I don't I don't journal because I don't write things down, but I got my phone everywhere I go. So um, mm-hmm. that's something that works for me personally. Now, journaling is good, man. You know, I I, <clears throat> I I looked at some of my, you know, sometimes you go back and you look at some of your writing like five, ten years ago. And you're like, oh, my God, who was this guy? Like this guy. <laughs> who was this guy? Who was this kid, man? This kid, this kid is crazy. This kid. Really? This this is this is how I was thinking back then. You know, it's it's funny when you when you look at those stuff, you know, you laugh a little bit, but. It can show you how much you're progressing. Actually, yep. if you journal, if you journal from the beginning of your injury, right, to when you first got the injury, to like mid-injury, to getting closer to return to play, you will see that the, your mindset sort of like shift and evolved as you go along the journey. It just shows you. It can actually be a great teaching experience because if you get injured again, then you're like, oh, I know what this is. I, I know I'm gonna do this. In the beginning, I know I'm going to do that. I know this helped me get better midway. So let me do that right in the beginning. So that way, you know, I have a positive mindset about this whole experience. So journaling sometimes help you help capture some of those gem that otherwise you wouldn't capture if you didn't if you didn't write it. That That is facts. That is facts. And it helps you capture what's going on and also your emotions behind them. Um, And I I think that's also important to reflect on because as time goes by, like our memories, they, they change. It it is not, (laughs) our memory is not really reliable (laughs) at all, man. (laughs) Nah. And you know, it's kind of cool. It's, you know, you look back on like things that I've been through in my notes and be like, damn, I thought that about that. Like, really? Like that strongly? You know know what what I did a few years ago? (laughs) What I did a few years ago, I went on my Facebook post. 
Uh, I went on my Facebook and I looked at uh, the old messages I used to send to my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I look at those messages and I'm like, yo, who is this? <laughs> I look at those messages. I was like, oh my God, like, who is this person? Like, it's like, no wonder she left you. Like, you suck, bro. <laughs> like, oh, man, I used to look at, I, sometimes I go and I looked at, I was like, damn, like, this is how I used to think back then? Yo, I sucked. <laughs> you know, but people evolve, and now you can appreciate Yeah, you evolve, that, man. You know? That's what it is. Yeah, but, um, I mean, we talked a lot about, you know, the, the mental side of being injured right when it happens. Um, what about when you go to return? You know, when, oh, when, you're, when you're at that end stage and you're like, you know, am I ready? I, I Am I like, I'm ready. It looks like it. Like everybody says I am. But like, you know, have you have you ever dealt with like, you know, maybe some thoughts Un- about coming back listen, from injury? Fortunately for me, I never had a big injury where, you know, I had to when I came back, like I couldn't play um, the way I used to play. The only thing that was different was just my fitness level was different. So I couldn't, you know, really play for long or or keep up the same intensity for long Mm. um so i didn't have a problem with that i just knew hey listen i'll get my fitness back in time as long as i get to kick a ball around i'm good but for some you know for for serious athletes um people are competing for scholarship for for d1 spot for for spotting me in 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 a professional team it's different you know it's it's especially if you're coming back from uh a serious injury like you know, sometimes you may not, you know, you may not be the same player you used to be. Um, and I feel like sometimes, well, I can't say if you had a major injury, you come back all, it's it's all mental and that's why you're not physically the same player. I don't know. I think there's a physical and mental component to it. Um, how can you prepare for that? I don't, pff, listen, I don't, I don't know really. Like as a physical therapist, the best thing I can do for you is get you back um get you back on track and and refer you to the to the person that can actually help you get to the next step and then have like a mental a psychologist a sports psychologist help you out but as far as you know, returning back um the same level as you were before i mean from a fitness level that can be easily dealt with you know but from a mental side though it's different like it's you you might need some extra help and i don't think your strength and conditioning or a physical therapist can offer that you might need a i mean if they're qualified yeah but you might need like a sports psychologist especially if you're like a one of those pro players mm-hmm. yeah it's uh... i don't know i just feel like i wouldn't be able to help based on what i have what what expertise i have right now Mm. Um, I would say like your common physical therapist, your common strength and conditioning person may not be able to provide you with the amount of confidence. So you might need to seek a sports psychologist help. Yeah. That never hurts. That's true. Um, I mean, it's, it's so individual at this point yeah, no. because, you know, there, there are things that resonate with people like me and I'm probably the same with you. Um, I resonate with numbers, you know, and like, for example, when I was doing my ankle rehab, like I had limb asymmetry index, like marked out to a T for every single measure I could. And I'm like, in my head, I was like, when it's equal, I'm good. 
mentally that that's what I needed. Um, some people aren't like that. Some people, you know, they're, their whole into like the game of soccer it's it's art it's about feeling it's about you know there's there's not metrics for everything and they're like you know i just mm-hmm. gotta i gotta feel it like i'll know when i'm fit because i'll i'll just feel fit and um i think sometimes we need to respect that a little bit and you know of course we're gonna have our metrics and our numbers but if that's what somebody needs okay like what environment do i need to put you in to help you get that feeling you mm, know i got you um yeah, it's it's such a it's such an art because it's there's so many variables like with season timing and coaches and mm-hmm. just the way your life is going in general. Um, I, I think what you said was also correct that physical is the bare minimum. And yeah, physical is the bare minimum, yeah. and that can be that, that's the easy part. I think yeah. I would say, but the the psychology part is is different. Like Lou, if you're looking at you know. Ex- Going off soccer here, we're looking at a player like Derrick Rose, used to be mm-hmm. MVP in the league, got his first ACL injury and then came back and he was not the same player. And even yeah. now it took and then he had a second ACL surgery, just like now it's like not the same player. Now is can you say like this guy's knee is like after the surgery, was his knee good? I would say yeah, but just that 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 mental side of it where you like this movement is the movement that actually caused the ACL just mess up with your head so much that it hindered like athletic performance. Yeah. And I, I think he actually, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think he came out, um, on some media outlet and, you know, as a Knicks fan, I've been following him relatively closely yeah. because he's, he's with the Knicks now. Yeah. He's and, playing uh, well. He's playing he's, well. He's playing well. And about a year and a half ago, I think that's when we got him. And that's when he finally said, like, yeah, just recently, that's when I I finally felt ready. The whole process I felt relatively rushed. And now like I My I feel God, dude, I feel you know ready. How long, how long Derrick Rose had that ACL injury? It was like yeah. a, over ten years ago, man. That's <laughs> crazy, bro. It's um yeah. Oh my god. It's uh it's complex. It's complex. And um, yeah, it, it's just different for everybody. And you know, it, it's not like elite athletes are no, their 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 brains are human, you know? <laughs> I know. Uh, they, they're not like a Ronaldo who well Ronaldo never had like some serious injury. Yeah, even the, the, somebody like Zlatan, you know, like he had some serious injuries, the ACL, and then I think he had a second surgery on it as well. Um he's mentally built different. And yeah, he might have challenges nice. because of that too, you know? Like, it's, he, I don't know. I'm not going to comment on him in particular, but. Listen, um, I'll, I'll comment on somebody that um, just just blew everybody's mind. Um, Ronaldo, number nine from Brazil, he, he mm-hmm. tore his quad tendon. Yeah. And he was out for a year and a half, and they thought he was done. They, they thought he was done. And they was they were they were selecting them for the World Cup, the world the World uh, the 2002 World Cup, and he wasn't ready. And then the coach took a chance on him, mm. and then he came back. No problem. <laughs> he was the best scorer of the World Cup. It almost like he came back like he was not injured. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that is a player. Like, I don't know some players, man. They just have that mental that that mental capacity. Man. Yeah, yeah. Other players just just fall short. Yeah, I wonder now if if 
you know, some players are like, is it like genetic or is it like environment or is it a, a little bit of both? You know you, you know, you see some players, man, they have the toughness since they were a kid. Right. And then some others just like, yeah, yeah, I don't see you as a leader. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't. That, that's tough. That's that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's a whole that's another podcast, stuff, man. And with yeah. that being said, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> We're getting out of here. Yeah. Uh, well, thank y'all for listening. Again, if you made it to the end, that means you're a valuable listen to us. And and me and Berg, we really do appreciate your ears. Um, but we want to know what you guys want to give us in terms of feedback. So please click on the link in our bio um, in the description. And it'll take you straight to a feedback form and you can give us exactly uh, the type of feedback you want, whether it be content, uh, bonus episodes, um, what you like, what you don't like. If you can change one thing, what could it be? It is all in the Google form um, that is in the description. So please click on that. We would love your feedback. All right. Peace out. Peace.